At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. I'm doing everything I can. And stop calling me Shirley. The center has to be at least three times bigger than this. Dude, the uh, the one thing in Greece that I forgot to tell you about. Yeah. The amount of complex patterns that I saw, especially in Mykonos. Like, it almost really? seemed like they, oh yeah, dude, there were some complex patterns. Like it ones almost, that they would charge like two grand for? Like two grand. Like two grand. It honestly seems like they watched the uh, the sketch and were like, you know what? <laughs> That's a nice one. I'm getting that. You think like the ancient Greeks and Mykonos were thinking about Tim Robinson? They were just like, we could charge like $2,000 because the pattern's so complicated on this. They're like, it's so complicated. What they are you going to call it? Like Danoth, Danos <laughs> Flashethus. They were, you had Pythagoras thinking about theorems. You had mm-hmm. Socrates thinking about life. And then you had the, the few and the proud thinking about <laughs> complex patterns. Who do you think came up with those patterns? Do you think it was a guy who preceded Dan Flashes, like down the lineage? <laughs> Just all the way down his family lineage. He's Dan just like Flashios. Yeah. Flashios. He's originally from Greece. You could tell by the the name he's Greek. Everyone you walk knows in that the story. You're like Flashes, that's flash? Greek. He's like ten percent off. <laughs> that's exactly what they sound like. Yeah. Flash I, Gordon. Uh, yeah. That him too. Him too. The uh Yeah, yeah the, the amount of complex patterns I saw was very good. But that's impressive. That's yeah. not what we're well, here to talk about. No, your vacation antics and Kevin's been away. He's uh, surprisingly not so tan, but I'm, no, that's, that's I'm, tougher I'm for him tan. up north. The, the, the people it, can't it, see. That's okay. No, I am. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm a pale guy, pale little boy. But <laughs> I, I worked a little bit of a tan on for me. If you told me you were at St. Andrews for a full week playing the links, I'd say I believe you. But no, that was it. That was it. <laughs> you don't believe me that I have, I have olive tan skin now. Do you? Did you tan? Like what? You, you did you no, put on sunblock and everything? No, I know. I'm yes. saying, did you put, put on, on sunblock, sunblock and everything? What SPF do you usually go with? Is my I, question. You know what? So back in the day, uh, when my mom would buy some, I think she would give me the sixty. But I, I went with, I go with a thirty piece now. <laughs> Because I, okay, you know, I know it's gonna work. It's gonna be fine. Maybe I'll get a little tan, but that's you're uh, confident. Did you wear those uh those tanning bed got glasses ever? Did you sit up by the pool and wear those like small little glasses exclusively? Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I was there to do. I I show up to the beach. They'd be like, "Oh, here are your sunglasses." And I say, "No, not those. They're too big. <laughs> give me the." Give me the real ones. Give me the small ones. Just standing there with, with tanning sunglasses on in a very complex pattern. There were probably so many Greek people just taking pictures with you. They were just like, we don't, is, are, is this Conan? Is he doing a bit? We don't know what's happening. <laughs> I probably, honestly, with those little things on, I feel like I yeah. very much could have been mistaken for Conan. Especially just, if I had like a <laughs> bit of a, a bit of a red undertone going from being out like, in the sun. <laughs> Six three six four American doing some crazy things on the beach. Like, yeah, where's the camera? I know that's Conan. Toss I don't know much, but I know that that's Conan. Toss my hair up a little. Yeah, they're like, oh, Jordan Schlansky. You're like, I'm here on vacation, man. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> you ready for a transition? Let's do it. All right, it's another edition of sincerely unqualified. That was today. really smooth. Was I wanted to smooth. do it. I, I haven't yeah. done that in a while. It feels good to do it again. I know. How does it feel to be back? It feels nice to be back. It, it was an awesome vacation. Got to uh, celebrate the old one-year wedding anniversary too, which is wild to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the largest back. hurdle. I think there's like seventy, seventy-five percent. They say don't make it past the first year. Is that? Were you just like throwing something out there? Or is that actually a thing? No, that's not accurate. I okay. have no idea. I'd say that's, a lot honestly, of them do make it to the first that's, year. That's one of those things <laughs> that, like, with the the statistics you hear about divorce, if you threw that at me, I would have been like, 
Well, 75, obviously, was now that I think about it, just yeah. would be insane. <laughs> just an amount of just things. Just way too much. But Three out of four percent of the people you meet would be like, yeah, I've been divorced. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how long did you make it? Uh, nine and a half months. About eight months. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't make it but, to term. Yeah, I, uh, it was uh, an awesome, awesome time off, yeah. but we're back. We got a podcast. We got to oh, talk yeah. Marvel. We got to talk. Uh, well, today I kind of want to talk Ryan Gosling with you. Just want to, I want to work yeah. through some takes. want to talk about that. Okay. And then we're talking about no spoilers, but spoiler. I got to say probably my favorite MCU movie. And I'm not sure if I've said that about another MCU movie we've done. I'm I sure bet you if have. you go back and check the tapes, <laughs> you absolutely could find about four movies that I've said that. But yeah. Ragnarok always has stuck out to me as like one of my favorites. And it was so fun watching it again. It's just a fun it was, movie. Yeah, it's just a great movie. I mean, when you bring in the people that you bring in to direct a movie like this, you know what you're going in for. Well, now at least we do with the second one coming out. Like, this will really fourth. But the second one of this director is Taika. <laughs> the second one of the know good what ones. You're, yes, you know what you're getting. The first two are like dark and they're actual Thor. And the second two, it's like, imagine a drawing where it's the left half is all dark and everything. And then it slowly transitions to just rainbows and butterflies. And that's, that's the transition. <laughs> transition we made it's to, i'm gonna throw a uh a dumb guy smart thing at you because you know i'm gonna go artsy with it a little you're bit you're gonna go pink floyd spectrum no no oh. i'm gonna go actual like art like painting i mm. think it was francisco de goya the guy who did the the saturn eating his son you know like where oh, they're yeah, the huge thing he had his dark phase he went deaf it's literally like the opposite <laughs> It's, yeah. We're starting out with Saturn eating his son, and now we're just getting to the nice and light stuff because Tyka's he's fun. <laughs> now we're just getting an AR generated picture of the neon eighties. That's what we're that's what we're in right now. It does seem very very neon. Um, and so yeah, we're doing this movie. We watched Ragnarok to prepare for a movie that's already been out for a while now. Actually. Um, Thor, Love and Thunder, the most recent MCU installment. So right mm-hmm. after this came out, we had San Diego Comic-Con. Um, and do you want to talk MCU right away? Just get into it. Talk about the news. We can jump into it. I mean, there's a ton that happened, obviously. There's yeah, so that's, many like... That's always how it is with this. So many leaks I've just been seeing on TikTok of people recording their phone. It looks like they're recording through the buttonhole in their shirt, like sideways, because the sound cuts out every two seconds. You barely see the trailer itself. I don't know the security that they have Dude, at this event, especially at the crazy. Marvel events. It has yeah. to be insane. Yeah. But just the, that somebody got a video out of this. It's These are all better. Like I think they're worse footage than any UFO footage that we have so far today it might it's honestly surprising why is it all blurry if you know if this was happening so much you know how could we get hd cameras to see the tic tac yeah exactly meanwhile you can't get me a still frame of the guardians of the galaxy 3 trailer when you're in the room like you tell me you know what it is i bet you know because the the security is so crazy you remember in the dark night where he sews the cell phone into his stomach to blow it up. He's like, I see bright lights. Like, yeah. It's just that guy. It hurts. He's sitting there. He just starts unbuttoning his shirt. And people are like, what are you doing? Stop. He's trying. To, he's just poking yeah. his belly button, trying to get the screen to touch. It's like a drug deal where they ingest the phone, and it's just in that plastic covering. <laughs> he's just trying to get it through. He has to put it in his butthole for some reason. <laughs> he yeah, just tries to stick reason. his phone up there. He's just Security's slowly like, taking it out. Security's just watching him take a phone slowly out of his butt. <laughs> They're like, sir, all we were requested was airplane mode. <laughs> like, I don't know why you're doing this. Yeah, they have to have those. What, I forget what they're called. Like I, The I, metal detectors? No idea. Or no, the, no, no, those bags. Like, there's oh, yeah, yeah. The like, lot that they use at comedy shows, shows and yeah, stuff. Yeah. 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 Well, I respect those, definitely. But the fact that people can sneak theirs in. I, That's what I, I'm the saying. This guy had to this, be like, or this person had to be like way involved in knowing well, how to sneak something they seem to in. be from like a similar angle too, from what I've seen. From the two I've seen. So I've seen one four-second clip from the Ant-Man trailer where he's talking to oh. Kang. 
Oh, he's talking and to Kang. He's in it? like, yeah. He's like, have I killed you right. yet? And everyone's like, yeah. And then the clip cuts, and I was like, that's all we're getting. And then it was a Guardians trailer where you see most of it, but you can barely hear because it's that sound kind of thing where it's just like, whoop, 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 uh, like the whole time. It's because you know it's it's <laughs> it's it's really it's a struggle taking it out of his butt. So every <laughs> single time he has to go in little spurts. He's like, oh. yeah. Oh, exactly. Just, ah! oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that's him. That's him forcing a laugh every time so that it expands and goes out. <laughs> it's so funny thinking about you're just sitting next to someone that you don't know at the San Diego Comic Con, and then all of a sudden you see him kind of reach into his pants. You're like, oh, don't know what he's doing, and then you hear, oh. <laughs> why is your fly open? <laughs> Optimal angles. Uh, but yeah. No, the uh, uh, something that I didn't know that about the uh, Ant Man trailer. One, yeah, actually, I just love that Kang's already getting uh, getting released out there. But that's gonna be I, apparently the whole new thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's that is the thing. Yeah. But I also like the idea of that guy being like, or that girl being like, let's just call him probably like nerdy, like the uh, but. Uh, Stan, it's just the last yeah. bastion. Be like, you know what? I'm not gonna be like this piece of garbage that's actually trying to show the whole trailer. I'm gonna yeah. give you a little glimpse, but this is for us. I may this get banned for life, hero. but this three second clip was worth it. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know that they had more. I bet that they pulled out their phone and they had more, and they were yeah. like, you know what? I'm only showing this. The, these oh, people only get this. I feel like. They're, they would 100% get tracked down. Like, Marvel definitely hires this outside security force. What is it, Blackwater? They definitely have, like, a Blackwater-esque force that they hire it's, just to find people. They hire they hire the Scientologists that track down the wife from uh, King of Queens. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the Queen of Kings. Just they, they, got the, they got the Scientology people. They got him on their side, yet no, none of them are in the movie, so that's very surprising. Paul Rudd's not, right? No. Okay. I mean, I would assume not. I like Paul Rudd a lot. I just wanted to make sure. You can never be you too think sure. All mild, pretty successful forty-plus-year-olds who are around the five-eight height are are all in Scientology. It, yeah, Paul Rudd. I would say. What do you think? The Mark mega Wahlberg, successful actors. Matt Damon. The proportion of that population versus the general population yeah i would venture to say it's a little higher <laughs> the gigantic movie stars who are in with tom cruise yeah. yeah i would say that maybe the average is higher than the average of just regular people the second they get money they're like you know what there's definitely aliens that i should be praying to <laughs> or that i should be paying to to, to yeah I, we don't talk oh. about scientology no we no. we're not talking about that we're not here to talk about that exactly we are here to talk about all the movies that got released do you have we, the um the graphic pulled up like the new phase oh, I got and everything the list. oh because, you got the list um also behind the scenes here folks if you go to the doc i have the list and so what we're gonna do is i'm gonna run them through we're gonna t- probably touch on all of them but i want to talk about the top five for each of us okay um i kind of tracked down my top five you can do that there okay Um, so first to end out phase five we are going to have um or sorry phase four it's going to end with black panther 2 coming out in november um then we're moving on to phase five, and it's starting out with the one that Winnie just said, uh, with Kang and Ant-Man. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Mania. Then we have Secret Invasion, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Echo, Loki Season 2, The Marvels, Blade, Ironheart, and Agatha TV show, Daredevil, and Captain America, The New World Order. We have, obviously... <laughs> I don't even know if they're leaks. Like, obviously, this was kind of supposed to get out, the the yeah. Phase 5 schedule. It's just so crazy every single time being like, oh, like when are these movies going to come out? Like, you're thinking about the, the next Captain America movie, like 2026? 
Yeah, how are we supposed to know? But <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous the the level of planning that's going into this and the amount ahead that it's just like, oh, you want to see that? Well, you're gonna have to wait till 2027, the earliest. And I'm I was looking at this, and you know, you have to like factor in delays and everything. Hopefully, so not it's anymore. Gonna be even later. I think probably still delays. Well, I mean, I mean you never like, know, but I would say at least more sporadic and not not as like aggressively delayed. Because yeah. obviously COVID was the main culprit. Like things get delayed, it happens. But generally, Marvel kind of keeps with their timeline, mm-hmm. unless they need to shuffle things around. But they literally have these slots just because they're like, "Hey, rest of the movie industry, don't bother releasing a movie this weekend, or the yeah. weekend after, or maybe <laughs> the weekend after, especially the third ones." Hey, you'll never make as much money as you think you will. And the only thing that's competed that I've seen so far is Nope with thor which has been giving a pretty good run i think it made like 50 million in the yeah, box sell, office over the sell weekend me on nope after we uh, talk okay. uh, mcu because yeah. i know you I watched it you enjoyed it so i want to i, I want to talk about it for sure okay um so i'll give Let's my top five yeah. really quick yeah so i think we both have the same number one being yes. Guardians of the galaxy three um can i tell you one thing about this please it's probably gonna break your heart just the movie in general because it's the last yeah, one and yeah. i heard james gunn talking after and he's like everybody was on set like giving speeches like chris pratt gave a speech after and then zoe gave a speech after and it was just like she she had me crying and then Oof. you see the trailer and it's kind of like sad tone but still james gunn so like crazy but more of a this is the end kind of not this is the end like Seth Rogen, but this is the end of this. <laughs> He's not going to get possessed. All of them and are then just like, what the fuck is happening? Get raped by a devil and then get possessed. Yeah, um, Aziz Ansari just falls in a hole the first five seconds of the trailer. It's really weird. Yeah. It's um, just an odd time for that. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, I, I bet it will be sad, but it's going to be... I think it's going to be so good. Um, I think a lot of people... Uh, I would say it's fair. Weren't as up on Guardians of the Galaxy two. I was like yeah. a mega fan of Guardians of the Galaxy. If we're talking about Ragnarok Same. and Guardians of the Galaxy, that's like that's up there with both of my favorite ones of the entire MCU. So I think two was just kind of up against it, but it was still very very good. I just and I always said this about two as well. The reason that I didn't really like it is because I thought we had too much Gamora and Nebula like development going on. And yeah, I don't think I, you need that much now. Well, but well, now it it's going to be like because her of Endgame, remembering, right? Yeah, exactly. So like the, the literally the entire reason that that movie existed. Now, obviously not the movie in general, but that that storyline was harped on is just to get you to care enough in Endgame to be like. Oh, they were actually sisters. Yeah, exactly. It was all just, I feel like there was that base. There's a few basic plots that they had to build in. And then they were just like, do what you want for the second one. Probably a little bit more in depth than that. But yeah, and we're going to give you Kurt Russell and an awesome soundtrack. So yeah, exactly. Even if you don't like that storyline, whatever, right? (laughs) James Gunn, here's an insane soundtrack and a couple of great actors do it do with this what you will and he's like okay deal yeah give me john cena i'll give you magic give me kurt russell i'll give you gold but i i I agree i think guardians of galaxy is a strong number one number two well i'll go into because i know we we also had the same and it's gonna be blade because. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know what? I like that at number two. Oh, sorry. The, that whole time, I was literally just trying to look up the uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 villain really quick. Because I remember oh, reading it. Um, it was like, Adam dude, Warlock. so rad. No, yeah, it's I, Adam Warlock. I thought that the high evolutionary was it. That's what I'm seeing. No, it's so, Adam Warlock, isn't it? Well, Adam Warlock's in something coming up, which I'm excited about because that's... No, he's in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. That's okay. it, because at the end of the second one, they teased him right, like, coming right. out of that gold thing. Yeah, but also, I'm seeing something... Let's just just be aware. Yes. There might be a villain called the High Evolutionary, which is rad. Okay, that sounds kind of wild. <laughs> it's, it's all like I'm, I'm just in. Just know that I'm in on whatever the high evolutionary yeah. is in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. 
Count me in, dude. I also saw Will Poulter to play Adam Warlock just got fucking yoked. Like the dude from We're the Millers uh, okay, who, yeah. who is nuts got bit it. by a tarantula yeah. is now absolutely yoked and people are making like thirst traps of him on oh, wow. TikTok and stuff. It's well, gotten yeah, to mean, that point. He's a... As much as he was like a little awkward dude and where the Millers or whatever, he yeah. is a giant Hollywood actor. So. Look, he was in Maze Runner too, and all this stuff. Not yeah. that Maze Runner yeah, is any incredible series here. <laughs> if you mean the beloved Maze Runner series, where'd he go? Oh, he's he's in the maze, but he was in Midsummer. He's the guy that got buried. Yeah, yeah. That's, or no, that he's the guy who has got skinned. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that wasn't too chill. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> no, that movie. Yeah. Blade. Mahershala Ali. <laughs> very, very excited for this one. Um, yeah. I also like it because we got it teased a little bit with the Eternals with um, a possible... Um, what should we call What, it? like collaboration? No, with, yeah. Uh, uh, or like cameo? Jon Snow. Black Knight. Yeah, Jon Snow. Line. Yeah. Actor. Actor. Oh. Blinking. Uh, what it is starts happening? With a K. It starts with a K. Starts with a K. Yeah. You just threw me off. <laughs> this is this is why you oh, tuned into this podcast. Kit folks. Harrington. Yes. yes Kit, Kit Harrington. Harrington. Okay, it yeah. does start with a K. You yeah. Dick. It does start with a K. <laughs> you Kit threw Harrington. me off. Oh, you wow. mean I threw you off onto the right track? We're leaving that in. <laughs> We're leaving that in. Yeah. So uh, apparently, Kit Harrington's going to be involved in some way as the Black Knight, whatever that is. Um, but I, I'm. Looking forward to seeing like a true Marvel adaptation of it. Um, I think that's going to be sick. Yeah, especially with the actor. I mean, he's a killer in everything he does, so he's going to yeah. be incredible. Yeah. I'm very excited for that. Also, I don't think I've ever seen the first Blade. Have Shh. you? No. <laughs> but I'm excited. I, I've seen okay. it probably so a very like long time things. ago. I remember the the blood showers and all that yeah stuff. that's what but, i'm saying it's one of those things you know enough about it that those those yeah. are the exact movies like the older ones where i know enough about them that i'm like i i don't think i need to put this actually on my list like if, mm-hmm. if i came across it and i was like i kind of want to watch it let's do it but there Similar are certain movies like, like like the like what a lot of people call the greatest movie of all time. Well, actually, all of the greatest movies of all time I have not seen. So, I have. I don't know for you a fact. You have not seen Horton Hears a Who? Well, I. No, I, I saw. I'm blanking on another Paddington? Dr. Seuss one. No, I still haven't seen Paddington. Have That's you not? I still. No, I remember. I, we had this oh, whole yeah. conversation. I do <laughs> need to see Paddington, too, though. Yeah. Because. No, but you have not seen the Godfather, Godfather. the greatest sequel of all time. (laughs) As we bring up the Godfather, and notably, probably the best and most. Check the Rotten Tomato (laughs) scores. Look, Paddington Two is probably a hundred, and the Godfather Two is probably ninety-eight. No, I'm I'm not here to have an actual conversation about it because I'm so certain that Paddington Two is better than the Godfather that. I, it's a I 99 on it. Rotten Tomatoes, Paddington 99. 2. 99. What's critic and audience? Both Let 99? Let me see The Godfather Part 2. It should be. Uh, audience is 88. Audience is 88 on Paddington yeah. 2? Yeah, I don't know what they're talking about. That's the, the Godfather problem. Part 2 is 96 and 97. Ooh. No, no. See, that that is a pure example of people being like, oh, like, I'm supposed to like a movie, so I got to go do it. I got to be. Yeah. Like, that's like Citizen Kane. Never oh seen God. Citizen Kane. Do I like it? No. Have you? I Let like The Godfather. With- See, I also was just saying that for Paddington 2, that the audience doesn't know what they're talking about after I had just mentioned how I hadn't seen it. But, yeah. see, that's the thing. You can like and dislike movies that you haven't seen. I'm going Look. Paddington 2. Very, very good. Loved it. Godfather, very much enjoyed it. But Godfather Part 2, you know, what are we doing? Come on! I need to. The only movie from the 1940s that I'll watch is It's a Wonderful Life. I'm not going back and watching <laughs> Citizen Kane. We that's we just need to watch it once a year just so we can only do the only voice that we ever do on this podcast. I'm not gonna do it. Are you gonna say a certain name I'm that begins with an M? Mer. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say. Do you, you want to say Mer? Mer. 
Murray. All right. Um, working through the top five here. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. It's probably yes. my third just because I love Paul Rudd. I love him as Ant-Man. I loved the first Ant-Man. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Did you like Ant-Man 2 or Guardians of the Galaxy 2 better? That's a tough one because... Mine's kind of easy. Inherently, I like Guardians of the Galaxy because of the music and the whole cast and everything, but I think I'm going to go with Ant-Man 2. I'm going Ant-Man 2, easy. Yeah. Yeah, I think because it surpasses the first one. I think I like Ant-Man 2 a little better than the first one. Okay, and you know what? I think it's just because even though Guardians of the Galaxy has humor in it, there's much more like direct humor with, um, say, like Carlos Pena and um, and Paul like, Rudd working obviously together. Obviously, Paul Rudd, yeah. So I think that Ant Man Two kind of capitalized on that more, and it was easier for them to make a more enjoyable sequel than it was yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously the soundtrack at the end. Was I also just feel like the chain. Paul Rudd just walks on a set and he's like, "Who am I playing today?" And they're like, "Ant Man." He's like, "Got it." All and right. They're like, do you need your Do you need your sides? He's like, "No, I got it." Just enjoyable all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, so that was your number four. What's your number three? I do want to say, did you catch my movie lingo right there that I was super professional about? Didn't even mention until what? right now. On set? Mm, sides. You know what sides, sides are, Kevin? You know what sides are? They're lines. Exactly. Thank you. Uh, movie guys. Professional. That's number why you, three. you tune in for the pure movie knowledge. Yeah. As we said, hate Citizen Kane because we've never seen it. Citizen <laughs> Kane sucks. <laughs> Haven't seen it. Next Paddington one. Paddington 2, best sequel of all time. Casablanca. No, sir. I'm actually excited for more Casa Roja. Loki season two. Oh, oh. What? This Ke- house is red. Yeah, okay. Learn that in class, Kevin. Some of us aren't fluent in Spanish <laughs> <laughs> like you. So body, you, body, you know body, 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 body. You know, it's uh, White House. Yeah, I know it's White House. <laughs> This is in Pennsylvania. I saw a video the other day that was like just another Pennsylvania Avenue. It's another one. And he's like, this is Pennsylvania Avenue. What the fuck's the White House? And it's just like a suburban street. Just a wop. Just like. Just literally like. Hey, where's the White House? Where's the White House? It's like, dude, you're in Wyoming. What are we doing? You're probably wondering where the White House is. <laughs> Am I allowed to do that? I, I don't know. Probably, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> we don't talk about number him. three, Loki season two. All right, Loki season because two. I gotta put it. I gotta put it five actually. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of excited. excited. For it. I Very. do like the the whole Owen Wilson, Tom Hiddleston vibe of we the show. Raved gonna, about that show. Yeah, I think it's going to expand. I still think it's the best project that they put out on Disney Plus, like the show, show wise. Agreed. Because the other ones don't really like do it for me. I, I think WandaVision was Wanda up was there. good, uh, yeah. but yeah, I, I agree. Loki's Loki was better. I I loved Loki. Um, so I, but I mean, honestly, on this list, the way it is, to have a season of TV at five is you know, I'm yeah. very excited. You, it um, seems like you're rocking. But my number four was Ant-Man. And then I'm going to go to my number five because we just heard yours. My five is different than yours. Yeah. Because mine's Daredevil. Because I watched that whole show when it just dropped on Netflix. And that's yeah. before like one pitch punch or like Iron Fist. Right, and right. The, the, the ones that kind of got laughed Luke at. Cage. Like the, and yeah. also the, the Punisher like, needs to come back. I noticed that they didn't do anything for that here. I'm forgetting if he died at the end of it. I don't think he did, but John Barenthal as the Punisher was just an un. Did he? No, I don't know. He was an unbelievable <laughs> casting. So like, just bring him back. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, but Daredevil yeah. was I really good, Barenthal and I like. Guy. You knew he was coming back when you saw in No Way Home. Like he's just hopping in there, catches the coffee cup. It's like, how'd they do that? It's, they're not just throwing that cameo in and then saying like, all right, thanks, Never Matt. Mind. Thanks for coming out. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Uh, that's at, I'm sure it's going to be good. I just admittedly don't have the like nostalgia factor because I didn't watch the show. So yeah. just it's not going to be in my top five. Uh, we already talked about how my Which one? five was Loki season two. But 
Which one are you least excited for on this Can list? I talk about four? Because that's the actual teaser. That my number four? That's the actual oh, teaser wait. that dropped? Black Panther oh, 2? Oh, yeah. Wait, sorry. <laughs> one of the biggest movies coming out in the last few years. Did you see the trailer? Yeah, you saw the trailer. I did. I just watched the trailer. Uh, to be honest, at first, that was like, oh, this is it literally feels like they're trying to just compete with Avatar. And yeah. for some reason, there's like a huge water thing going on right now. Like that the sea is just like <laughs> Panther right 2. The way of water. The way of water. <laughs> so you just imagine a bunch of Hollywood execs in like 1940 sitting there just like, the sea is hot right now. Yeah. We need to capitalize. Waterconda. That's what we're doing. Wow, there he goes. There he goes, folks. Wah. Don't let him loose. But <laughs> oh, uh, no, James I'm, Cameron's shaking in his boots. <laughs> I'm excited about it just for like the, you know, the, I, I think it's going to have like a huge kind of cultural moment and impact because obviously the first one did, um, you know, very, very obviously because it yeah. meant a lot to black people. Um and then this next one coming out, it's going to be, okay, what's the lead up from that after Chadwick Boseman dies? And they're not going to try to CGI him or, or anything. They're Thank not going to like, do any dumb way. stuff. And so like, I think that like just having this huge, huge figure pass yeah. in this beloved way, didn't tell anyone about his struggle. How are they going to back up one of the biggest MCU movies out there in tor- in terms of cultural relevance? Yeah. I know like a lot of people, they didn't think it was their favorite movie or whatever. It was still a massive, massive movie. So I'm extremely excited to see kind of where they go with it, especially mm-hmm. because I think that there's going to be a lot of impact especially with this being the closeout of phase four i think it's going to be yeah. super important to the mcu well we don't know who the next black panther is that's correct? that's what's that's ex- the whole even thing more exciting yeah because they also showed that there will be a black panther there will be yeah. which it's also very funny to think about you know how they take like they show things in trailers all the time that aren't actually in the movie and then they're never in it <laughs> imagine imagine if that's there's just not, not a black it. panther or that's, everyone gets that's so the excited end scene <laughs> they're just like oh <laughs> <laughs> it's like what they That's did with just, um, Michael Keaton and Morbius, which, by the <laughs> way, I watched. Oh God, how I, was it? So here we'll we'll go on the nope, and yeah, um, okay. I'll talk about I'll talk about the other movie I saw. No, but I, I think it was a so, plane movie. So two things I want to say about Black Panther. Oh yeah, one is I think like if they ever tried anything like that where they had like Chadwick's Black Panther in there as CGI as like a flashback or something like remember the war when he did this and they're like I wonder if they will I think people would hate them forever I think you gotta like address it have some kind of in movie like funeral or like tribute things like that like Like, have a picture there at a funeral yeah obviously dedicate it to Chadwick do the whole nine yards. No, no, I'm saying like Black Panther. Like no, the I know, I agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Like I I'm saying it. you need some visual of him. You need some closing tug. out for everybody. Like yeah. just uh, and even the cast when they were just like introducing it, you saw them all huddle up because of how much it kind of got to them that he's still not there. And the second thing, the sad thing that I'm gonna say is somebody asked him in an interview, and I saw a video of it, and they were just like. So, will you be rejoining us for Black Panther 2? And he's like, I'll be dead. And he was, like, kind of joking about it. And he's like, I'm dead. I'm dead. As in, like, oh, you... Because I guess that was after Infinity Uh, War, where they snapped him away. And he's like, I'm dead. I'm dead. Oh, But seeing that now... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meaning... Oof. I don't know that that was the case then, but I think he was still sick then. And just seeing that kind of come back up and be like... It was a multiple-year battle. Um, Yeah. He yeah, filmed dude, like I wonder, six movies like, that's, too. That's such a huge, huge decision on their part. Like, hey, do we do the? Because I don't think I think that they could do it in a way that it wouldn't make it corny, though. I know what you're saying. Like, yeah. people would hate it if they do like the. I, I think um, I honestly didn't watch the movie, but in Fast and Furious, after Paul Walker left or went, oh, they, the, they like did a lot for it. It was Poop almost song. like a little much. Yeah. But I feel like. It kind of works with superhero movies, right? Like the the oh, whole. You can do whatever you want. Remember, remember our valiant leader or something. It, maybe Dude, there's a speech in, about him because that's a huge decision. Do we show him or not? 
in Ragnarok, they had a whole thing for Odin who is dying, and it's just like you could literally do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I don't think. I mean, if they went to the nice, nice little tease there with Odin talking about Ragnarok, um, if they went to the level that they did with how much Anthony Hopkins was in it after he died, then yeah, it would be corny and bad i don't think they'll yeah. do that i think if anything they'll do like a little no they it's gonna be the beginning flash. of the movie it's gonna be the beginning of the movie is like the laying him to rest oh no i'm saying like i'm saying about seven eighths into the movie when there's gonna be some resolution really? oh dude and then they be remember emotional. Him. there's gonna be some huge peak and then you're gonna see a, a chadwick flashback and you're like oh that's man, when the movie that's, was awesome that's when the new Black Panther gets their full strength is when they remember what Chadwick did and as the Black Panther. You heard it here they, first. But yeah, yeah so I, that that I'm very excited about. Um, and then the other ones, obviously, we're, we're going to be excited about all of them too. Um, the, the one that we were not excited about and the one that got dragged online, Morbius, was, to be honest, exactly what you would have expected. Like how, like how bad are we talking? Tea. To be honest, I'm surprised it was on the plane. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they were like, we're, they "You're the only it. captive audience that we can find to watch this." Hey, do you have 15 hours to kill? Yeah, it, why don't you we throw have, it on? You're curious, right? <laughs> they have the exact amount of movies and television that you need to watch it if you yeah. want to watch something, dude. Like, I literally like, run out. I had no other option, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna sign up to watching a movie I know is bad oh. because I'm that curious about it. And I, it's like the exact, it almost felt like it was like a DC movie. Like, you know how so, it was yeah. just, all right. Just weird. So first Pacing's of all. weird, too dark. Yes, it was. It was like, it I mean, was kind of like, they tried to dark. make it oddly dark in like, yeah. it, it was, I guess it was visually dark too. Um, but so his friend... Morbius is this doctor who wins the Nobel Prize and then rejects it because he was like, I don't need a Nobel Prize. Him and his friend have this degenerative disorder um, and the f- he finds out that he ha- can find this vampiric or whatever gene that could essentially cause them to be able to walk again and live. So he wasn't sure what would happen to him. He was like, but I got to try something. Yeah, I'm gonna die if not. So he decides to inject himself in this like quasi experiment, and then he turns into a vampire. Okay, so he's As like, happens. you know, eats a bunch of people because he had to do it in international waters. Um, all of the people that ha- brought him to international waters got killed. Uh, so he he ate them, drained their blood. Well, there's no, there's technically no crime then. No, the, international waters. Well, the FBI wasn't too happy about it. That that's a part of the storyline that they're following like, him. What a there's, knucklehead! There's what a rabble huge, rouser. Yeah, he's a bit of a knucklehead. There's this huge, I guess, force going on. Headlines in the paper being like, "Oh, Michael Morbius is a serial killer, a vampire killer." Um, but little do we know, it's actually his friend who takes Morbius's thing after morbius tells him don't do this and he's like i just want to live so the way that the movie gets really weird i said all of that just to introduce the friend because the friend is this super sweet guy at first and then he just randomly turns into this vampire who like wants to kill morbius for some reason and is like supposed to like they're trying to sexualize being a vampire yeah yeah but i'm saying like the the friend character they're yeah. for, like for some reason they're trying to sexualize being a vampire in some sort of like American oh, psycho way. Scene? So there's like yeah, there's this dancing scene and he's like killing it. He's with all the ladies and then just killing people and drinking their blood whenever he wants. And he's it's just very it off-putting. All. It's just a very odd movie. And um, that's that's about my take on Morbius because that that is ultimately what makes it a bad movie and it what makes mm-hmm. it feel like it's a DC like just odd they try to make it fun and it it just didn't need to be like it it, all you needed to do was just have this weird storyline have us confused as to why your friend wanted to kill you but like i don't need to see this guy who just had a degenerative disease 
now like flexing in the mirror and being like it for some reason yeah, got whole rich thing. too like i well, have no like idea he, how he got being rich. a vampire makes you rich yeah <laughs> yeah so like they're trying to just... make it like this this weird thing um which is ultimately <laughs> why like and you, you could have seen it coming a mile away which is why i was watching it and i was like i i he, feel he, like i know what i'm gonna get myself in for and it was not shocking at all He's draining them of their blood and their assets. Like he's just—he's <laughs> getting them out of both through Western Union. <laughs> just give me the face ID before you pass. <laughs> it's weird going from that kind of stuff to what we do in the shadows, which is, has a new season out right now, which I've been watching. Oh really? <laughs> it's, oh yeah, it's amazing. It's uh, just complete opposites. I've been overloaded on Taika recently. <laughs> basically is the gist and then this weekend i'm gonna see the new thor movie so yeah it's a good thing to be overloaded on we're big guys then i got a complete like a dose of something completely opposite when i saw nope which was i will take a few minutes to convince you on because for me i think i like this this one the best that he's done out of get out us and nope rate it on the scary level scary level i would say probably like a five and a half six. Oh, nice okay i would I say that. that there's it's scary but it's also just like holy fuck okay scary he to went suspenseful. this direction basically and there's a few things in it that you it you work towards understanding why they're in it like steven yoon's whole plot at first you're just like what and then it all fo- you're like oh okay this makes sense yeah the way it starts kind of confuses you and that folds back in like i love kiki palmer and uh daniel kaluuya's yeah, performances they're, they're both great. of them are yeah. awesome like yeah, yeah. both of them are incredible in this all and it stars. was just like even i forget who plays the other guy it's the the fourth main character he's awesome in this yeah um so but is i it, think it and so in it's terms of a, scariness, oh, is it Brandon more Perea. so suspenseful? Because it doesn't it's, seem like it's actually that. Like the from well, the trailers, okay. it doesn't seem like it's actually scary. So it's definitely got its moments, and it's got its that's scary. Like it's more of a psychological kind of like oh shit kind of thing. I'm yeah. uh, just that's like what? It's right? not a it's not a jump scare in any sense of like a horror movie yeah it will never i mean there's a few times maybe but it won't steer you in that direction yeah and i heard an interview with him and this is what he kind of wanted to do he did some things where it's jaws where it's like you don't show the monster or whatever it is until closer to the end and the scariest thing for an audience is their imagination yep the scariest thing is not when you see anything it's the scariest part is letting their mind take them where they think is the scariest yeah that's so true so but saying that, it's such an interesting fucking way that he went about it. Like, holy shit. It's not, you will go, like, seeing the trailers, you'll go in thinking you have some general idea of what's going on. And the only thing you know is that Kiki Palmer and Daniel Kaluuya are involved with horses. And that's all yeah. that you'll end up well, walking Well, no, that's out literally knowing. it. Like, it, you said that, like, it kind of starts out confusing. Like, there are things that you don't Not understand. Not so much confusing, but, like, things that need to be pieced together for you. Like, oh. the start of the movie, you think, is almost another trailer, and then you realize, no, this is the movie. Yeah, well, no, that, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Not, well, like, another almost, trailer, but it's, like... I thought that the trailer seems, was confusing for the purpose of being confusing. And no, not that's in, 100% like, some cheap it. Way. Yeah, that's what I'm, like... I thought that it was almost so. I thought the trailer it's, was supposed to really intrigue you and be like, "Okay, yes. what's going on with this movie?" And then when you said that thing about how it starts out, my thought immediately went to, and you can tell me if I'm wrong here, is it maybe it was they actually made the the movie more or less confusing at first for the purpose of being confusing to kind of like disarm oh, no. you. No, it's no, no, like I'm, it's not in a. But I'm saying not in a negative way. Like it could kind of just disarm you. So you're you're trying to think like, okay, what's going on? What what is happening here? And then all of a sudden, it kind of hits you and starts building. You'll you'll. There's no way for me to explain it without giving yeah. anything away. Got so it, you'll okay. see. Yeah. But I will say, like, ten out of ten, I would see, and I would see it again. Okay. But that's yeah. just me. I there's something about this movie that intrigued me a ton. And I, that I thought it was very interesting and very well done. Where I would like, I don't often go 
see things twice, but I would probably go. Yeah. Like, again, just to see it. Well, it has all of the intrigue. Like, it's a, here's a Jordan Peele movie again, and here's the trailer. You have no yeah. idea what it actually is. So let's Yeah, just, exactly. Let's figure it out. Um, no, I'm excited to see that. Uh, hopefully, I can get to the theater. Uh, I guess I'd have to get twice. Look, but I went twice point, this weekend. It. I went twice this weekend. I also saw yeah. Where the Crawdads Sing. Got a, oh, wow. Is that a... Love, what that was kind a of book. movie is that? It's a love story murder mystery. Oh, okay. It's pretty good. It's I thought it was going to be a love story. It's going to say No, get, it's got a murder involved. All your feels. There's there's a murder, but there's it was death. feely. It was was hit you right in the feels. Oh, beautiful. Um, a, yeah, not one not one of our movies. No. The uh, I think maybe so really quick cuz I mentioned it off the jump, Ryan Gosling. We don't need to touch on it too much. Yeah. Um the one thing that I just thought was interesting cuz we were going through some news articles and uh, this this Barbie. Speaking of intriguing, for some reason this Barbie movie intrigues me a ton. Just because I think I've said it before, I would assume that you know, I don't need to be either a contrarian or with this party a bunch. But obviously, yeah. there's a lot of kind of woke stuff going on, social activism in the movie industry. So for a Barbie movie to come out, I would assume that there's going. I would assume it would just basically be social activism in some sort of way. And mm-hmm. they're not really showing their hand as to whether it will be or not. But we do know that know two of the most is. beautiful human beings on the planet are playing Barbie and Ken. Yeah. Which makes sense. Um, and I'm saying all this just to say that there's an article that says, like, Ryan Gosling fires back at Barbie Barbie movie Ken criticism. And it's because um, I guess a lot of people were kind of saying that he's too old. Because Margot Robbie's 10 years younger than him or something, which, one, it's, yeah. you know, that's kind of normal in real life at their ages, and two, yeah. they're acting, so let's look past <laughs> that and just realize that that's just a ridiculous thing to say to someone. Yeah, Sam but, Worthington isn't really a tall, blue thing living on another planet. Yeah. Like, let's look past this, okay? But, He's playing Ken. So my thing with Gosling it was his response was interesting to me because he basically said like I didn't know that people actually cared about Ken like no one played with him, uh, <laughs> which is objectively like kind of a funny response. But I always feel like he has some some witty stuff going on. Maybe not quite as much as Reynolds, but Gosling's yeah. like they're you know he's just very charming, and it almost made me feel like like I feel like all he needed to say if he was going to comment on it would be like. I'm Ryan Gosling. Like, of course I'm going to play Ken. Look at me. Yeah. <laughs> you see Place Beyond the Pines? Like, look at me. Yeah. Did, you it, like, isn't this kind of neat? Like, you could say I'm old, but I got cast as Ken, which yeah. is a literal doll that was just meant to be good looking. Exactly. Like, who else are you going to pick for this? He's the epitome of what Ken basically should be. I feel like he's had the role of Ken since... 2011 and people were just waiting to take a shot at this movie yeah i mean i so i think that obviously this is probably publicist driven like all of these moves are kind of pr even if it's on i think it might have been on a late night show that he said it yeah it was late night with fallon um we know from what was the reaction comedians (laughs) um yeah no, but I'm saying we know with like hearing comedians that everything that these actors say is it's not off the cuff. Like this is no, could be taken as an off the cuff thing. This is was very a calculated. Out. Yeah, so, anything on those shows is so calculated in advance. No story is right. like off the cuff. Ever. So I'm sure that it was planned out to kind of like maybe shrug it off, but it yeah. just almost it almost seems to me like the old stuff might have been getting to him. Like it might have been bothering him a little bit. Yeah, no, you could tell he wanted to. They were probably saying, "Don't address it, Ryan." He's like, "I need to." This is no, no. I'm saying like he was probably mad, and his his PR people were like, "Just say this." Like I would expect him to be like, almost like lean into it. Be like, people are saying I'm old, but look at me. That's what I would say. Like, (laughs) yeah, exactly. I, I would almost expect that, but maybe. Maybe not nowadays. He he shouldn't do that. I don't know. Yeah, I just like, thought it was hey, really interesting. Like when when I saw this headline, I was like, I I guess maybe I'll like just go check out what his quote was, and it kind of it threw me off, which is the only yeah. reason that I wanted to talk about it because I almost expected some witty like thing of commenting hey. directly on how it like it's his age, 
But the fact that he doesn't bring up age at all kind of interests Look, me. Like it's glaring. Getting a little older, you lose your wit when you get a little older. You oh. know, he's just <laughs> he's <laughs> he's <laughs> yeah. you're gonna make that stand. The goss yeah. man, not charming at all anymore. He's too old. <laughs> he's, he's too old. Just feeding right into that. Feeding into Gosling. Come on the podcast, discuss. <laughs> the the invitation is open. Yeah, I'm sure he'll see this. It's that Sandler movie that he's just too old. Uh, Any one of them? Yeah, that one. <laughs> um, so let's... he's too old, and these gems are uncut. <laughs> They got to start being cut. Um, let's go on here and talk about yeah. the reason we're all here. The preparation into our next episode of Thor Love and Thunder. We're talking Thor Ragnarok. What I said off the jump was probably one of my favorite MCU movies. And to be honest, I feel like I can just... Well, you can talk about the cast, how it's absolutely star-studded in this one. Like, yeah. the cast is insane. You talk about realize. how the plot's great and keeps you enthralled. But overall, this movie is just fun. Like, this is the first... It's not the first one of the MCU, but it stands out to me so much as, like, kind of a turning point of a few MCU movies that they were just going to be, like, a, a fun time. Like, a yeah. complete rebrand for Thor. Taika came in and was like, okay... We're going to do this different than just the normal superhero thing. Let's get Goldblum exactly. in here. Let's get weird a little bit. Like, let's let's have it be great, but it's going to be fun. Getting us to like Loki, like getting us to see a different side of Hulk, seeing the whole thing, seeing the, the whole deal. Also, more of Idris Elba. I didn't know. I didn't realize Carl Urban was Scourge until I watched The Boys and then rewatched this. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> And it's Carl Urban. Right off the bat, you get him and, and you get Zach Levi. Did you know that? Yeah. And we get a nice intro to Benedict Cumberbatch again coming yeah. in. Yeah. Coming in hot, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange Thanks. and Kurt Warner. Who, who could ever forget? Kurt Warner. Wait, what? So, <laughs> Zach, no, that's what I'm saying. Did you know that um, they had a little inexclusive exclusive here? This was one of the original ones that I was interested in. Yeah. So, when I think it's when Hella comes in, yeah. The first time there are two people in it's Scourge and someone else. Oh yeah, yeah, who are and the two guards. It. Yeah, yeah. The first guard that she just kills right away is Zach Levi. Otherwise oh, known as my, Shazam as, and Kurt Warner. <laughs> Zero speaking lines. Just a quick cameo. I, he dies right away. I actually thought you were saying like Kurt Warner had a cameo as <laughs> no, one no, of the no. guards and he was just like rags to riches NFL story. <laughs> I used to be packing groceries and now now I'm a guy who gets killed off in Marvel. Yeah, you could hear <laughs> you could hear them having a conversation and she she disrupted it, but he That's was the- just about to get to the part where he got a tryout after he bagged some groceries. He's like, and we just finished the script for American Underdog. <laughs> just gets hit in the chest but yeah man i mean the the intro was so good with the the huge monster dude setting up it setting up the entire yeah. movie right away um and you knew always starting going. out with a joke too because oh, dude i mean spinning? think about it yeah like the spinning thing I, obviously there was other thor there was other thor for lack of a better word stuff within like say the avengers movies and and you kind of got thor that way but when i think about the actual thor movies you know you had the first one which was just very much superhero movie you had the second one which people have their things to say about the second one that wasn't that good is that love and thunder or no that's the new one i mean um uh, what's the second one the um it's the the one with all the frost trolls yeah the dark world um so you have, but you have very kind of like prototypical superhero, old Marvel stuff. And then it starts out with that because I think people were kind of wondering where Tycho was going to take it. Yeah. Um, and then you lump in the immigrant song just to make that whole fight <laughs> scene even better. Um, just a master class of an opening scene. Like, 
I, Absolutely. I always just I, I'm just blown away with that scene every single time I watch it. And something I realized also too when I was watching this one is it's so good that it's easy to overlook how great the animation is too. Like, it's true. All, I mean, all of it. All Marvel movies, obviously, like they're they're paying that much. You're gonna get the yeah. best animation out of it. But um, that's just another thing I realized because it was also uh, he was like the only human in the he was the only actual thing in the entire opening scene yeah him and tessa thompson were like the only two humans in, in, in the movie while. in general and jeff Goldblum. yeah um, like for the majority of the movie yeah it was, uh, but, it was those two and jeffy goldblum and i'm, I'm not gonna do a whole movie walkthrough but i yeah. also loved matt damon and sam neill as loki and thor yeah, that that play awesome. like that was it's one of those ones that the cameo was so obvious. Like the first time you saw it, you were like, "Is that Matt yeah. Damon?" <laughs> Again, that's that Leo chair thing where it's like, like, yeah, <laughs> where he's just pointing. Like yep. that's Matt Damon. Always forget that he's in it. His first and last appearance in the MCU, yeah. I think. Yeah, just playing Loki. Love that. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, we have the. I I would honestly, I think of the movie as like the lead up to Hela and then I feel like it kind of hits I, I guess like a bit of a lull when they they're kind of going through um the the Sikar, Sikar. yeah the yeah. when they're kind of trapped on that planet but you get all of the humor because you have Goldblum's introduction <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's I remember also the that opening or that kind of intro to it where they have the voice talking and yeah. they're talking about meeting the master and the really funny dialogue of being like hey you are uh to you were lost but now you're found you have to be here but don't worry we love you or something like i don't know something along those lines like the uh yeah his whole thing about not liking to call them slaves and to be calling them uh forced people to be here with jobs or something <laughs> it's um, I love that the whole thing where he just kills his cousin and melts him. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the melting thing, like Goldblum is just so perfect to be in this movie and to be like, I love I guess, too. a bit of a villain, but not obviously not. Not really. Yeah, I love too the Jeff Goldblum. Like, you could be like, oh, you played this guy in Marvel, and he'd be like, what role was that? What? What are you talking about? Yeah. Oh yes, that uh, uh that, that comic that. book thing that I did. Oh, have you seen The Fly? Like. <laughs> <laughs> He just does not care. And then people would ask him, like, oh, what does your character mean, blah, blah, blah? What does your character do? He's like, I don't know. Like, just trying to think yeah. about ways to skirt the question with his like just being vocabulary and, yeah. and just being him. Oh, dude, he's uh, such I an interesting know. dude. It's so funny that he's, like, him in this movie was just very seamless. Like, it didn't yeah. seem like it was too much. Um, and that's just, like, the movie that Taika set up, obviously. Um, after we get Goldblum, we get Korg and Meek. Yep. Love my guy, Korg. <laughs> Meek. Just, I love the, the end where there's like, yeah, he's been did. Uh, I stepped on him on the bridge, but uh, I feel bad. So I've been, I've been carrying him around all day. And he's like, oh, he's alive. Hey, what was your question, bro? <laughs> I feel bad. So I've been carrying him around all day. Yeah. Um, the... Uh, and then honestly, this is going to be a little bit of a movie guy thing. Haven't seen The Godfather, but I know this term. Yeah. The the cinematography in this movie is just unreal the whole what time. No, but I'm saying like. No, I know it was great. Like the the setups for all of the locations and things like that. Just everything looked great. Yeah, and like, but even little cutaway scenes, like, you know, when the when they're talking about, um, or when Tessa Thompson finally addresses the fact that she fought Hela and yeah. it's kind of like a flashback scene to all the Valkyrie yeah. fighting her and it's like kind of slow motion kind of like stop motion yeah like the fast motion slow motion that they do yeah like the just certain scenes like that with all that they're doing and for it to be a fun hilarious bright captivating story movie to have yeah. that going on as well is kind of what sets Ragnarok just apart for me for the whole thing. Um, I agree. That is the only reason I wanted to call it out because to to kind of have it be like all of that, um, just just unreal. Um, and then also, R.I.P. Heimdall. So sad. I mean, the boy. 
I love everything about this movie except that. So Just sad. lost, lost our guy Idris. Heimdall the boy. Um, Heimdall. Do you have anything else on the movie itself? I love the scene. It never gets old when uh, Mark Ruffalo jumps out of the ship and just falls and just, just oh, falls yeah, on the yeah, bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, "You want to see who this. I am? You'll see." And just like plops down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I love that. That whole bridge scene is awesome. Yeah, with yeah. the uh, the fight and everything, and you see him just murk the dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also like with Hulk the. I think the thing I like most about this. Uh, like this movie with him is the little bit of nostalgia that you get just by them saying sun's getting real low big guy yeah and then obviously you see nat in the the little cgi or the, the little uh hologram yeah. thing but that it brings uh, us right into infinity war too yeah yeah um so yeah can't say enough good stuff about Ragnarok. That I mean, I forgot about the end credit scene, and I forgot how literally it's like the next second is Infinity War. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I also watched. I just watched Endgame on the plane too. Morbius. How was that End, again? And Endgame, very good. Well, obviously, you watched like the pinnacle of modern cinema, bringing in probably the the highest revenues of all time, and then you and do, I watched Endgame. Then you got to watch Endgame. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, best of both worlds. So very excited to watch uh, Love and Thunder, see where Taika takes the next one. Let's not put too high of expectations on it. I want to go and have fun. I want to go on that Martin Scorsese roller coaster. I'm trying to have a good time. Uh, So let's have a good time next week together, everyone. Let's talk Love and Thunder. Beforehand, do we have some some facts about Ragnarok that we want to get through? Yeah, let's do it. So, Carl Urban, who plays Scourge, so he, when he's going through all this stuff, you see him like with the Dez and Troy, which are the M sixteens and all the stuff. And then he breaks out a shake weight, and when <laughs> I think it's when Hella comes through, he's just playing with the shake weight. Yeah, yeah. And in an interview, and it's not confirmed. Obviously, Tyka is just Tyka, so he's probably messing around. But he was just like, "Oh yeah, that was mine. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was that was his shake weight." <laughs> so no way. he said he bought it while he's working on 2011's Green Lantern, which didn't work out too well. So he's probably shaking away some of the sorrows. So from he that definitely, film. yeah. So that definitely yeah. was just the Tyka. Yeah, I was a little depressed, so I needed to shake. <laughs> um, speaking of him, and uh, you mentioned it before, what we do in the shadows, we know the movie was just thousands of hours of improvised uh, dialogue. It's still so on it all. <laughs> 80% of the dialogue in this movie is improvised, which is kind of crazy for a superhero movie. Yeah, I can tell he was just on set. He's like, here's the stuff for the day. Do what you think is right. It's like Paul Rudd walking on set. He's like, they're like, here's your stuff. He's like, okay. Yeah, he's like, maybe throw in like a few superhero lines in there. But other than that. Half the lines are like, Paul says thing. And he's like, all right. (laughs) Cool. I'm (laughs) Ant-Man. Elaborate, Paul. (laughs) I am Ant-Man. Yeah, and the one thing that was somewhat improvised, but is kind of a great story, is so the friend from work line with Hulk, it was suggested to Chris Hemsworth by a Make-A-Wish child who visited the set when it was being filmed that day, oh, which is kind cool. of a great thing to see the impact. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's sweet. It's an awesome like little story, and it's a great line. That's a good line. I like the line. Of all I like the of line the trailers to too. Oh, he's yeah. a friend from work. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a huge trailer line. Yeah. Um, so the uh, the kind of crazy thing when we were talking before about Odin having a ton of flashbacks after he died, obviously it's very emotional with, with Odin's death. It's, you know, kind of the whole thing that drives this movie. Anthony Hopkins actually decided not to return as Odin before this movie started filming, but he read the script and ended up getting on board like i'm sure it probably took a little more convincing he probably met with taika and and um kevin feige 
to talk about like where that role specifically was going. But mm-hmm. I mean, obviously if we didn't have Odin in this or I mean, I'm sure we could have had just like the, like we were talking about before, like have the funeral, but don't, you don't actually need the person. I'm glad we had yeah. the person in this. Yeah. So am I. We needed that. Yeah. And also something we needed was a, uh, kind of like a cool thing where they use the sets for Doctor Strange before they were kind of torn down and everything. Taika wanted to take advantage of them being there and have Thor meet Doctor Strange. So that's kind of where that whole scene comes in. Oh, that's sweet. And one of the directors, Scott Derrickson, thought one of the scenes was so perfect to show like Doctor Strange joining in to everything after this movie that he just appeared in 2016 it uh entered into the end credits of doctor strange and then we had obviously that whole scene with him meeting thor and everything in ragnarok which yeah. is cool yeah good scene good scene i always like that one thor big beer guy just one of the guys huge you know? beer guy huge beer guy uh, so taika based korg's character on his what he said were polynesian bouncers he said we wanted to change the idea of what a hulking guy made of rocks could be he's huge and heavy but with a light soul and he's funny and friendly and he absolutely is (laughs) i'm made of rocks but (laughs) what is it like um yeah big pile of rocks waving at you over here and then he's like they're they're perishable though oh yeah another one says he says something about like um don't be worried about it unless you're paper (laughs) <laughs> just a little rock paper scissors joke for you <laughs> oh, he's like don't be worried about it unless you're scissors scissors yeah yeah i guess scissors would make more sense but a little rock paper joke rock paper scissors yeah. joke for you there <laughs> this is meek he's an insect with, <laughs> with knives for hands, hands. <laughs> <laughs> and one thing that was pretty funny that kind of took the world a little bit off guard at the time was during the world premiere, Mark Ruffalo was live streaming like the red park, red carpet and everything. And he forgot to end it. Oh, so he, he live streamed the first 10 minutes of the movie for everybody, <laughs> which is just so funny to think about. Like he's in his pocket. Like, oh. I remember seeing interviews of people calling him and they're like, you're on. It's live. And he's like, what? that's what happens when you have people who clearly don't run their own like social media accounts and stuff if you just have them actually have their phone in their hands it goes wrong (laughs) like mark i think we're gonna take that login from you okay one year (laughs) suspension yeah yeah um a little uh a little movie specific fact here to wrap us up um when thor so when hella comes in and she's like she sees the painting on the the dome she sends something she sends whatever like knife this thing through it and it comes crashing down to show the what was apparently there all along that they just kind of put over yeah, it's <laughs> um, built over it. yeah her her story um so when thor comes through and he sees what was actually there um, he sees the the ruins, and there's a crack running through his portrait's right eye, which foreshadows how Hella will eventually take his eye out. Poor guy. Oh, Lost oh. his eye. Got thunder power. And Never good, too, but yeah, it kind of yeah. worked out well for him. He had a pretty good depth perception for somebody who had just lost their eye, I will say. He is a god, so, you know. Yeah, well. <laughs> he's Odin's son. perfect Odin's son. Uh, okay. So, we will Love and Thunder. talk Love and Thunder next week. Try to get out to the theater. Um, yeah. Until then, I'm Kevin. I'm Winnie. And we'll see you at the next episode. Murray, she's back. <laughs> Murray. It's been too long since I did Mary. You got to do a, uh, a Mary as the beekeeper. Oh, God. Oh, no, okay. We're good. We're good.